Thank you for listening to Soul Coaster Podcast. This podcast is about my personal spiritual journey as a certified life and business coach, Reiki practitioner, and psychic medium. Come along with me as I take you on this journey that has been full of ups and downs, and hopefully it is relatable to you along on your spiritual journey. Thank you for listening to Soul Coach, the podcast. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening to Soul Coach, the podcast. This is April, also known as the Soul Coach. Thank you so much for listening to all of my faithful listeners. Thank you so much for hanging in there with me on my crazy journey. And if you're new to the show, welcome. So it is season nine. (laughs) It's been almost three years I started this podcast and now I'm in over 15 different countries and uh it's just so real right and I am so grateful to everyone that listens to me across the globe uh the small town girl um from Mississippi uh that was born and raised in Mississippi but I grew up in New Orleans because I spent the majority of my adult life in the city so anyway Um, thank you so much for all your love and support. I really appreciate it. So this season is going to be different because I'm elevating, right? I will have the majority of my episodes will have a guest speaker and I am so excited. I have been involved in several different projects that I've been keeping quiet. And so that is going to come through this season (laughs) and then you can actually see my my evolution as I have been um growing and really stepping out outside of my comfort zone and really just pulling in partners instead of feeling that I have to do everything by myself right um I pulled back from everyone uh a few months ago because I needed to Uh, I was getting drained, Um, like I always do. You know, when you're a healer, you're always getting people pulling. And I needed to check myself. I needed to check myself because I wasn't putting myself first. I was allowing so many outside influences to disrupt me and, and have me focus on them and not focus on me and my path and the things that I need to do. And I just really pulled back, right? And um, I'm super excited that this season is going to show you the transparency of being a healer and the transparency of understanding that. (laughs) I had to pause on this to make sure my words are right and have the understanding that you cannot save the world and you have all these gifts that you know god uh give has given you god yahweh your version of god this universe or whatever um you have your own set of gifts right and you want to help everyone 
oh, I'm a medium. Oh, I'm a psychic. I'm a reader. I'm a this. I'm a that. I'm a this. I'm a that. And you want to use all your gifts up. And then you want to do all of these things, right? And uh, and then spirit's like, no, <laughs> you're over exerting yourself to make sure that you help everyone and not really looking around to see who's helping you and who is pouring into you. And I've said this so many times, it's like ridiculous until spirit's like, so you still just going to be out here just giving and giving, giving, giving and not thinking that you don't receive anything. So you're just going to continue doing that, right? Until spirit really had to like sit me down and for me to really have an understanding of duality and that is what the season opener is going to be about I had two guest speakers that I was going to have on the show as an opener and spirit's like no wait to episode two and do one of your guest speakers but on the first episode you really need to understand that uh Share your experience of duality. Share your experience of good and bad. Share what you have been going through the last few months and really this uh, path and journey that you've been on. And so here we are. So welcome to Season 9, Episode 1, Duality. All right, you guys, so make sure that you're following me on all of my social media platforms. The easiest way is to go to Google, (laughs) type in the (laughs) soul, S-O-L-E, coach, and I'm everywhere. (laughs) I have been doing this for so long, and I'm so proud of myself that I, when you type in the soul coach, I pop up and all my social media pops up. My website, all of that pops up. And I have a new website, but all of that pops up. And I'm just like, that is what's up. I've done the work. I've been doing the work. And I've been minding my business and doing the work. And this is one of the rewards of being, you know, consistent with that. I'm not consistent as much as I want to be with this podcast, but I'm definitely consistent in my healing. And, uh, sharing my gift to the world. So I want to talk about duality. One thing that um, I've had so many stories I want to tell you guys and share it and catch all up with all the stuff that have going on. But let me just tell you, (laughs) this is so crazy. When I really, when spirit really started talking to me about duality, I really had to sit back and look at my life, right? Through like throughout my life. And I kept, I did, I never understood because Scorpios have been prominent in my life for so long that I just assumed it was because, you know, we have a whole lot of fun together, right? Because <laughs> I, I mean, like, we just have a lot of fun together. Um, Scorpios is ruled by the planet Pluto, right? And I've talked about this before. And I talked about how, you know, it's a death and rebirth. And my sun sign, Leo, is in the eighth house, which is ruled by Pluto, which is ruled by Scorpio, right? And the death and rebirth of things. And I have continuously in my life have 
like failed and got back up and then failed and got back up. I mean, this is what I do. I reinvent my life so often. That is insane. I change my phone numbers all the time. Like, I really just be like, I'm going to start new. And then I like, just, I just do it. <laughs> right. I reinvent myself like all the time. Um, the, the, the Scorpio's man in my life, I didn't really understand until I start diving into duality. Um, we frown upon people that throttle in the darkness too much, right? When you have someone that is always in the dark or it's always like, you know, into the darkness. They're always there, right? And be like, man, this person needs light. This person needs to pull out to the light, da da da, da. So what happens when someone is too far in the light and they're not in the dark at all? Like they don't even fool with it. That's me. That was me. I was so like this moral compass of right and making sure that everything is like I's dotted, T's crossed. I've got to be perfect. I've got to do this. I've got to do it this way. You know, it's very Virgo <laughs> of me, right? And I'm not even a Virgo, but my Venus is the way I love people. But anyway, I had to step back and be like, okay, goody two-shoes. <laughs> uh, what are you missing? Because this love and light bullshit that you got going on, you've got to you gotta figure it out. And that's why um, Spirit always had a Scorpio around me. I mean, like, always around me. Friends, relationships, partners, Scorpio. What can I learn about a Scorpio? Well, those Scorpios um, will teach you dark. <laughs> they throttle in that because it's part of who they are. And it's not like it's not about right or wrong. It's just about light and dark. And you need both of them to be balanced. It's the yin to the yang. And if you're too far in one end, then you're missing out on the other end. Me being a goody two-shoes healer, like, oh, my God, I didn't even do this. And I'm not going to do that because I'm just so special. And I'm so... No, it was a, it's not working for me. And one of my biggest fears, and that's this is me being very transparent, is that... <clears throat> The times that I have been in the dark and in my shadow side, it scares me. It scares me to the point that I'm like, I don't want to, I don't know how to manage it because I leave it dormant for so long. And then when it's time for me to understand the balance of the two, that I go all the way in and I don't know how to get out of it. Right? And it's important for me to understand that when I am light and dark, I can be a healer during the day and, and be on a stripping pole at night. That doesn't mean, that doesn't take away from my gifts. It doesn't take away from my purpose. It doesn't take away from any of those things. And so many times, like, you know, for me, I hide that part of me because I don't, want people to I have this image in my head that I want people to perceive right April's a good kid she's always been I I even I mean like I've always have been (laughs) you know um never really 
coloring outside of the lines, but there's other side of me, and I call her Nikki. <clears throat> Excuse me, I call her Nikki. She is outside the lines. She color outside the lines, and when she is in full throttle in my life, I am on go. Like, I'm going to dive into everything. <laughs> but I never stay there. And that's one of the things that Spirit was trying to get me to see is like, you are at your best when you are balanced in light and dark. When someone is all the way in the dark, it's like they're just, they throttle in it. And they're just like, they don't see any kind of light of day. And then it consumes them. My light was consuming me. It was like everything had to be a particular way. Like, you know, there's no gray area. There's always like, you know, black and white. And good. And always light. And love and light. And I'll do my shadow work. But I'll be like, yeah, I'm done with that. Let me move on. But not to the point that I had to go through for the last month. And spirit really was like, you got to do this by yourself. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So during this time, um, a particular incident happened about a month ago. It's a month ago, maybe three weeks, three weeks ago. It hasn't been a month. The beginning of October. <clears throat> so a month because this is coming out on November first. Um. So there was an alligator in our front yard. Now everybody knows that uh, my mom. I take care of my mom. We have a home together, and then um, you know, uh, that's in Mississippi, in a home that's in Mississippi. Uh, is a family home and uh, I grew up in that home right so anyway so I go back and forth between Mississippi and New Orleans I, uh, it's a lot it's been going on for so long that I'm exhausted from it that it's about to come to an end but that's that's on another that's on another note anyway there was an alligator in front of the yard and my son's running. Like, I'm in the middle of, like, sending emails. I'm working. And my son's like, Mom, there's an alligator in the yard. And I was like, there's no way there's an alligator. Because there's no, that's just not something that we experience here. And he just started yelling. And I'm like, whatever. And I look outside. And there's an alligator laying in the middle of the street. And I was like, what is going on here? And so I'm calling the cops. And the cops like, well, we don't take care of that. You've got to call this, this, this number. The number I called, it was a busy signal. <laughs> so anyway, I was like, I don't even know what to do. I called them back. And I was like, that number doesn't work. I don't know what to do. And I was like, forget it. I'll just Google it. So I looked for wildlife refuge and things like that. And a guy is in like a whole other county, like, away and he's like I can't get there until tomorrow and I said so what am I supposed to do with this alligator he's like well don't mess with it (laughs) I was like okay um so I don't even know if I should even go to my car do I just stay in the house like what do I do anyway there's a there was two of them actually and uh they had a and we live close to the water so I get it but I've never seen an alligator up close in this area in my life and when I'm in Louisiana of course but Mississippi hmm, not really 
So I was like, there's got to be a spiritual meaning on why there's two alligators in my front yard in the middle of me doing this shadow work. And I couldn't understand. And then um, I was like, I need to meditate on it and figure out, like, there's two alligators. So anyway, in the midst of the alligators uh, coming, my brother had an episode or, or whatever. He He's on the, he's not even supposed to be around the house. But anyway, that that's something I don't even want to talk about. He had an episode. He was leaving the house because he no longer lives here. And um, the next morning, I had to get up and clean up the yard. It was just a lot going on. And I uh, woke up. I was energized. And I got my exercise in. And then I came in, took a shower. And I'm standing in a dining room. And a dining room has a glass sliding door. And I'm standing in a dining room. And a fucking bird runs into the glass door and knocks himself out. Like, knocks them. The bird is out. To the point that it's, like, twisted on the ground. And I'm like, what in the world are the odds of me even seeing this at this point? So, that's another symbolism, right? And I'm standing there like, this is just, what are you trying to tell me, spirit? Because spirit is, at this point, is yelling. They got all of the wild kingdom in in my house. Like, on the front yard. Like, everywhere. Like, I just don't I am not understanding what the fuck is going on. So I'm standing there and I look and, uh, and so, you know, I do Reiki and I gave the bird Reiki energy because energy is energy. Life force is life force. Chi is chi. And it doesn't matter if it's a human or an animal, you can still heal. And I did that and, and it worked. Like, he got together and he had to, like, sit there and chill or whatever. And I didn't touch it because Spirit said, don't touch him. Because I want to pick him up and, like, pet him. And Spirit's like, no, just give him Reiki energy. I gave him Reiki energy and I just kind of, like, and it clicked. And then he flew off. And to me, that bird was me. <laughs> That bird represented me. I have been knocked completely out. How many times have you guys been knocked out to the point that you're like, I'm probably going to die. I'd just rather be dead or I'd rather be dead. I'm going to die or I'd rather be dead. I know I have been in that situation many times, right? But I've always gotten up. I have always gotten up and it doesn't matter how hard the task is or how hard um, you've got knocked out. You literally get right back up and how that ties into me doing my shadow work is the fear. It doesn't matter how you get knocked down, you get back up. I, I was so fearful of being in my dark self to the point that I was like, I don't think that I'll be able to come out of it. I think that I'll be full throttle in the darkness, full throttle in party girl, April, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, you know, but that is a part of who I am. It is a part of me and me cutting that part off completely. Um, 
I'm not being my true authentic self. And I'm not saying do go do drugs. I'm not saying that. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm just saying though, like, don't cut that part off of you because that is who you are as an individual, your light and your dark. And when you are a healer, you need to meet people where they're at. And a lot of people are so in the dark that you got to go down there and you got to get them. I know a lot of practitioners and peers that they have to meditate and go to the underground. They have to go to the underworld. And you can't be down in the underworld <laughs> skipping with a sunflower in your fucking head, talking about here, I'm here to I'm here to battle this demon. <laughs> that shit is not gonna work at all. Shit's not gonna work at all. And when it comes to my brother, I have to tap into my darkness and uh, battle the demon that's within him. And that was something that um, I was taught. I had to go through. I learned and I won. And I came out of it. And that was the beauty of me really slaying a dragon Because you have to change yourself to meet certain demons, to fight them. We are in a spiritual war and you can't beat a demon with a rose petal. And talking about, let me splash some holy water on this person. (laughs) What? Do you think that that's all that they do at the Vatican's when they do these exorcisms? Slash water on these demons? (laughs) No, they call on Archangel Michael, who's a warrior and a fighter. If you've ever been in Archangel Michael's energy, you know how powerful and strong he is. He is extremely strong and you can feel it when you're in that energy. But he's a warrior. And you have to be a warrior. But while I'm I'm saying all this, it's just to say that as we navigate through our spiritual journey, we have these things that you have to, these, uh, it's like school. Like I had said before, it's like school. Like you got to go to this grade in order to get to that grade. You have to battle these things. One of my spiritual teachers told me the battles that he had to do in the physical in order to fight low vibrational entities, demons, and so forth. I was so far in the light that I'm like, yeah, that person's evil, but you know, whatever. It's like, no, you need to come face to face. When you win, you come face to face with evil and you win. That's how you know that you're powerful. Because you don't have a fear. Like, I was scared. Like, I've been scared to dabble into that. I've been scared to be like, you know what? Let me put this person in a jar so they can shut the fuck up and get off of me. Right? Because um, I had to do that as well (laughs) during this journey. Um, That's a story for another day. But really utilizing gifts and utilizing things that you go to your ancestors and you ask for, like, Spirit, can I can I do this to protect myself? Can I do this? First, you do no harm to anyone. But when you are in a battle, in the spiritual war that we're in, you can't just sit up here thinking that you're just going to pray about it. 
Sometimes it calls for action. Sometimes it calls for you to jump in the underworld. Sometimes it causes for you to jump into your shadow side and show out. And it's okay. And that was my lesson, you know, this past month or so was like, really, like, April, you have got to stop this love and light bullshit. Like, you really are like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm going to take the higher road. Even with people that I call friends or whatever, like, literally, like, spirits like, okay, so this person's still going to show you who they are. Fuck over you. And you're still going to be like, oh, I send them love and light. Fuck that. Just stop it. Stop the stop it. You know that person is not your friend. They keep showing you that they're not your friend. And you literally are like, love and light. <laughs> stop. Stop. Stop it. Stop the foolishness. Because one of the things that I well, there's so many things. One other thing that I have learned during this uh lesson that spirit has all over me is that until I set some solid boundaries with my family and the people that say they love me, God is not going to bless me the way that I know that my blessing is about to come because I can feel it because there's something that I've been working on and I know it's about to happen and he's not going to bless me until I set some boundaries with people. If you're constantly allowing, if you're constantly going high when they're going low and you're not saying anything, you got to stop it. If you are like, just back away. A lot of times, somebody, you have to pick which battle. Pick, pick the battles that you want to fight. Not every battle is meant for you to fight. But you need to make sure that you are setting boundaries and protecting yourself and putting yourself first. And that is the biggest thing for me is that I do not put myself first. I always like, well, you know, here's that, that's that, and that's that. Especially when you're a mom. You know what I'm saying? I put my son first. But I have to put me first because he needs the best version of myself in order for me to give to him. So I have to put myself first. And I've been putting family, everybody, clients, friend, everybody comes first. Hey, how you checking in with everybody? How you doing over there? You okay? Think about you. So when I don't get that in return. Is that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? If I'm quiet for a month or two or whatever, there's a reason that I'm quiet. I am chatty Kathy. And me constantly giving, especially the clients, into like, April, I need you to be on this podcast. April, I need you to, you know, then all these opportunities are coming to me and they need something from me. And I'm sitting up here, yeah, I'm doing, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm giving, 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 but not receiving anything. And there's a problem. And then I'll start, then Nikki starts coming in like, bitch, I'm about to handle everybody. I'm about to turn all these tables over. Because <laughs> she's been waiting for me to, she's like, look, I'm ready to start now. I'm ready to be the star. And I'm like, uh, uh, I can't let you out because you're going to act up. <laughs> but it is about the, I'm making fun of, you know, having a dual personality. But we really do. All of us do. If we really understand uh, how duality works I am at my best when I'm able to party because I like to drink well I don't drink that much let me not say that I used to like to drink I like to socialize let me say that when I'm socializing and listening to music and dancing and out my friends and people that I know and 
talking shit and doing it. I am at my best. And then when I get that all off of me, then I'm able to go into my purpose. And then I'm able to do the other things that I'm into, you know, but that are probably not something I will talk ever talk about on this podcast. But I, I've been pulling myself away from that and just being a hermit. And that's not who, that's not my nature. Like that, my nature is not even that. I haven't even been taking care of myself physically. You know what I mean? Like, I just haven't. And it's because like, I gotta be like, I gotta be celibate and I gotta be like smart and I gotta be like this and I gotta be like that and I gotta do like this. And I'm not saying that you can't, but I'm just saying like, you just got to have the freedom and the openness to embrace your shadow side and to understand that when you're in your shadow side, it's okay to be there. It's okay to throttle over there. It's okay to do the things that you know and that society may be like, you know what, that's a little, that's a little shady. But you do it anyway, right? <laughs> As I'm growing, if you listen to my other podcast about, you know, your shadow self, I've grown since then, right? I know that I'm an asshole. I know I have a smart mouth. I know those are the qualities that make me who I am. I have a very smart mouth. I'm very witty. And I don't forget shit. (laughs) And I will take notes, use it against you if you play with me. It's best to have me on your good side and not your bad side. And that's all my Aquarius moon. Okay. I'm like a computer. I don't forget anything. Period. (laughs) I'm making fun, but I'm dead serious. And it's those things about myself that I have embraced. Like, I know that I can be an asshole. I know I can. But I also know that I'm a very loving and giving person. And then when people take advantage of that or take that for granted, and then you see the other side of me and the lion comes out and then you destroy it. Duality is a part of life. As above, so below. Ying and the yang. You once you master that and understand that there is a balance in being too light and too dark, it's not it. That is another grade that you're going to graduate to and you go to the next. And I have graduated. In that grade, and I want to share that with you guys <laughs> as my season nine opener and also um, on this day of the dead as we honor our ancestors. If it And during this time, I have become closer to my spiritual team and my ancestors during this time because my grandfather showed up when I needed to battle my brother. My grandfather was like, look, you better do this and that and this, and you need to handle your business. Don't be a pushover, April. Stop it. And I did exactly what he told me to do. And that is a part of this spiritual journey. When you are listening and obeying. And when you have your ancestors come to you and say, hey, I got this for you. Let me help you handle this. And you allow them to handle it. It's beautiful. 
It is absolutely beautiful, and I love that. And now on this day of the dead, I have to honor him. I have to honor him, my father, and my grandmother, all three of them. They have always had my back, even when I didn't know I didn't need it, even when I didn't even know I needed it. For men that have, like, totally fucked me over, their life is not good at all. I didn't didn't wish that on them. But how do you mess over somebody that's so loving and giving? And you take it for granted and be like, you know what? Fuck that bitch. (laughs) Do you think that, you know, that karma's not going to come back to you? That's not how this works. But I know that my ancestors took care of it. They always do. But until you create that relationship with them, you, you've you got to create that relationship with them. Because un- before then, I was navigating, but now it's a partnership. Before, I felt like I needed to do it all by myself. Because I felt like alone. And now I feel like I have partners around me. And have people around me. The reason I even started this podcast. My first episode was about my grandfather. Not only did he raise me in the physical. But he is on the other side. Standing there looking at me. And watching me. And showing me. And he literally is like. Stop being a pushover. You're allowing this to happen, so stop it. And it was just my fear of, you know, being too far in the dark and not be able to pull out. When you master that, you master manifestations. You master your life. You walk around acting like you are, you know, all-knowing and all-great and all-perfect when you aren't allowing people to see the other side of you and not allowing people to see your struggles and not allowing people to see your vulnerability. That is a part of this spiritual journey. It's surrendering and being vulnerable. It's a part of it. And, uh, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Tell me my life is not crazy as hell. (laughs) So crazy. I'm still celibate. It's been a year and uh, three months. I'm very proud of that. And it looks like I'm probably going to remain celibate for a while. But I'm okay with that, too. But uh, I just want to thank you guys for listening to me. I'm like batshit crazy. But I I just, I'm going to tell you something. If you listen to, if you, on my new website, I'll have like more testimonies of my clients. I'm telling you right now, I change lives. I change lives to people that do the work. If you don't do the work, then I can't, I can't do anything for you. Okay. People that do the work, their lives are changed um, forever. And that is my purpose. And that is something that I would never be able to do without without God, without source, without spirit, without my ancestors, without my spiritual team. 
that have been there and helped me through all of this, right? And now it is uh, 2023. I have so many great things lined up. I'm so excited because I've done the work. God has really started blessing me and um, and I deserve it. I'm worthy of the things that I'm receiving. And um, I'm finally getting some of my accolades from um, my hard work. And it feels good. <laughs> so thank you so much. Make sure you Google me, <laughs> The Soul Coach. I had a um, blog that I started years ago. Look, listen, look. Go to that blog on Tumblr and look at my post. It is insane. I've got some great nuggets on there. Um my YouTube channel, uh, all of that is um, just Google the Soul Coach, the S-O-L-E-C-O-A-C-H. And it pulls up everything. A picture of me, if you don't know how I look like, you could see it all. I mean, like, it is insane. <laughs> Google has captured everything. Um, and I'm grateful for that. So, you guys, uh, make sure that you tune in to... Episode two of season nine. I have a special guest. She's writing an amazing book. And um, it's called Trust Your Intuition. And she and I had a very great interview. Um, The conversation was absolutely beautiful. And uh, I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. So you guys, uh, thank you so much. For everything that you've done for me. I really appreciate it throughout the couple of years, the few years that I've been doing this podcast. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to Soul Coach, the podcast.